0: Here we go! Oh, oh! It's such an abrupt ending. It
1: just like life.
0: Isn't it? I hate that. It's so rude. Hey, kids, how is everybody? It's week six. That,
1: that is a surprisingly chipper tone in your voice because you I know doing? how you're actually.
0: <laughs> I know it's called acting. I'm working on it. I had to do it big time over an interview, but I'm not going to talk about that.
1: All right. But I gotta, I gotta applaud you because I, you know, we have checked in a few times this week. So good job bringing it.
0: It's been so rough. Well, okay. So I'm just going to start bitching. Let's start with your
1: internet. So let's just tell everyone that if they, if Jeffrey's face looks like it's fuzzy and fading in and out, that's one of the fun parts of his week. So
2: I wish I could share my bandwidth with you.
1: Yeah. I you wish you could ship you bandwidth.
0: I'm really sick of having to go to McDonald's to get decent internet, to upload things uh it's really frustrating like the library doesn't even have you should do generator. a series uh living in a red state it's terrible like i went to the so i go to the one library and it's like the same speed i've got at the house so i go to the bigger library they're like oh it's so fast it's so fast it was five megabytes per second what are they got it was even slower than what i had here i'm like are you kidding me so this week's been real rough you know i, I went back to the psychiatrist because i realized i wasn't living my best life kids I decided that, you know, I was just kind of, I didn't I didn't want to die, but I, I didn't want to live either. So I called the psychiatrist and decided it was time to get back on medication. Well, I was on medication for 30 days and then we had snowstorm and no medication. So I've been without medication for over a week and FedEx was playing games, didn't know where it was, couldn't tell me, wouldn't tell me, no updates. It was a lot of fun. So, it's been an emotionally charged week with crazy dreams. It's been so, so much fun.
1: Jeffrey, so these are the type of medications that you're not supposed to stop abruptly, right?
0: Correct.
1: Yeah. Ooh,
2: those are the kind that give you like that electric kind of buzzing sound feeling in your skull, like behind in 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 that like area. You ever, you ever get that?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Like I, I'm It was uh it's been a real treat. I've not been a happy camper and I screamed at more than one customer service representative at, at in FedEx and I didn't even apologize because I did not care. And they kept saying your package and I'm like, stop calling it a package, call it what it is, medication. Like I was just not Ta-da. having it. I, You're I messing was so,
3: with my drugs. I was true through.
1: Yeah.
0: So right. I'm talking I'm like, about you, my Call somebody. they are like, oh, well, we'll we'll get to the the person that has the case, and they, they, like there was just it was horrible service, horrible service. Hmm. So I had to get the pharmacy involved, and that's kind of when I finally, you know, things started changing. But it was, um, it was just, it was a horrible, horrible, horrible experience, and it is not fun going through withdrawal, uh, for medication. So So
1: I, I had the same thing happen. I think you remember Jeffrey around Christmas time. uh, Um, my, my employer forced us to do the mail order, uh, prescriptions, which I've never done before. I've always just went to my local pharmacy when we needed something, but, um, now they, they restrict it. You can only get one refill at your local store and everything else has to be done online and shipped to you. Well, I had several prescriptions for the whole family that were due to come around Christmas time. And guess what? They didn't. And it kept showing that they were at a mail facility 20 miles from my house. So I kept calling and saying, can I just oh, drive the there
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> and just knock on the door or something? And, but yeah, the difference for me though, is at least I could go to the local store and plead my case and go to the local pharmacy and say, look, this right. is your company, you know, need to do something about this and,
0: yeah. and they were able to accommodate it you're in a whole different boat you're in the middle of nowhere right he doesn't no, have a local no no and the insurance order. doesn't work down here no and the other thing too that was the most annoying part of the whole situation was them saying that it was because it was scheduled last wednesday and it said uh couldn't be delivered due to weather And they kept telling me due to weather. I'm like, it is 60 degrees and sunny. There is no weather. (laughs) That is a lie. It's nice nice weather. The the driver lied. We had (laughs) weather last week on Thursday. There was one day. The mail was back running the next day. There's no excuse. And I'm literally watching the FedEx driver drive past my house right now. So where's the medication? And then Friday, I'm on the phone fighting with them. And they're like, oh, we don't know. And now at that point, it said no delivery date available. Like they didn't know when it was going to get delivered. And then the fedex driver shows up and i'm like oh my god is it here no it was medication for the kids so i call Free. fedex back and i'm losing it i'm like are you kidding me just admit you lost the medication That's <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't cute it wasn't cute it was like psychotic jeffrey on the phone fo- like my aunt came out she's like i could hear you yelling i thought maybe you know you snapped at one of the kids or something i was a little concerned she's like and then i realized you were yelling about medication and you were on the telephone uh (laughs) she's like i don't know that i've ever heard you yell like that i'm like i was done
2: I i had that happen with the christmas presents this year fedex lost them somewhere at one of their sort facilities in buffalo and I'm like, I will drive to Buffalo. It's two days before Christmas. I don't care. Right. And then I ended up getting them, like, overnighted by Amazon. They sent, like, duplicates. And then, like, everything arrived twice. And the kids are like, yay, double presents. And I'm like, no. No, I'm no. going to send half of these back.
0: That <laughs> happened last year for Tyler's birthday. I ordered his birthday present wrapped. And it was, like, a $150 Lego set. So I didn't see it before it got opened. We open it. And it's some... Other Lego set, and it was a much, much cheaper one. So thank God they ended up sending me the correct one and refunded my money. I was like, this, right? Yay. kids, Give me my money correct. and free stuff. And they let us keep the other one. Hooray. Yeah. I do like that.
2: Well, that's, but, a, that's one of those heartwarming stories that Pixar can't touch.
0: I know. I love my aunt's always like, how do you always get free crap? I'm like, listen, when somebody messes up with my money, I'm getting something.
1: oh so can can i jump in there i have the happy ending to the story about my glasses from last week oh let's hear about Uh, that how'd your
2: melty glasses get fixed okay
1: so so i am sporting my new progressive lenses Yay! i have not thrown up i have not had any any of the uh the side effects that dana described to us last week (laughs) well you deserve (laughs) a
2: bouquet of flowers
1: for not yakking after putting my glasses on
2: i was it felt like i had dementia and i had an inner ear infection at the same time like i didn't know where i was or what i was doing i don't know if i could wear those
1: so i haven't had any any ill effects of that and the great news is when i i got the message friday that these were ready for pickup so i showed up and um you know talked to the the store manager about what had happened. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, we talked on the phone, we're just gonna replace these. And then the gentleman who was fitting me for these glasses uh, took a look at the ones that were damaged and he's like, so, should we upgrade the lens? Do you wanna turn those into sunglasses? And I said, yeah, yeah, so they wound up, they're gonna replace the lenses in my old glasses and upgrade them to progressive sunglasses free of charge. Sweet.
0: Nice. So
1: excellent customer service happy customer i didn't have to lose it on anybody and it all worked out well so sometimes
2: don't when you don't get to lose it on somebody don't you feel like you got chipped a little bit <laughs> <laughs> like you're like oh my god no, no turning this anger into a, a yelling match with the kids i feel like i don't
0: like that. it i feel guilty i don't either
1: i don't like going there it makes me very uncomfortable Oh. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. When I've got it all churned up inside, it takes a lot to work me up to the level where I'll unload on somebody. So when I get myself there and I don't, it's like you just hit that edge of a sneeze and it goes away. And you're like, no, I was ready for that.
0: (laughs) Oh, so that's kind of like being on other medication and then getting all built up and not being able to finish. I understand that as well, too. Mm -hmm. That's
1: what it sounded like you were describing to me as well. But I didn't want to be the first to comment on that. Well...
2: You
0: yeah,
2: know, I'm I'll glad have... I was able
0: to
1: take everyone else there when it's I'll just like it me. There. <laughs> huh. I'm not sure where we transitioned. This is this is one
0: of those.
3: What awkward... medication was that? <laughs> <laughs> I want
0: to take uh, that. Uh, so, how was everybody else's week? What happened? Um, Anything fun? Anything new? I don't. You you no, got really. new lenses? Do we have a sleeping baby? What's happening with the baby?
3: Oh yeah, Brian. He's doing a little bit better. He's
0: just, okay. So he, is, he keeps doing this teeth? what's happening.
3: Well, the teeth aren't through yet, but you can actually see, on the, I think he's going to get both of the bottom ones at the same time,
1: mm.
3: but he has been doing this thing where he wakes up at like two o'clock in the morning is not crying or anything, but is just like wide awake cooing, laughing, mm-hmm. having a grand old time until about four o'clock or five o'clock or sometimes five 30. I'm like, it's usually a growth spurt.
1: How old is he again? Six
3: months. He just turned six months. Yeah, there you go. Saturday. That's
1: usually a they're they're usually going through some developmental milestones when it happens, and they wake up in the middle of the night just ready to
0: go. So yeah, and God, I hope he's, he's getting tall pooing, and he's playing and he's not crying. Just leave him alone. Right. Oh, that's what we do. dude. good practice. Last
3: last night he actually slept. Well, I don't know if he slept through the night, but I did <laughs> <And you know laughs> until what? about Most seven the time- in the morning. I was like, "Is that daylight outside? What's happening?" So, Such a good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so wary because he's teething. So I know he's, and there's like a sleep regression at six months. So I'm like, I don't want to say anything. So you've been <laughs> reading a lot
1: too. It oh yeah. 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 See, well, I'm I have so... the,
3: you know, the book what to expect when you're expecting the first year.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember like, that
2: it was one of the books that was scattered around my house too.
1: There were so many yep. and I'm so thankful to have um, forgotten most of it really.
3: yeah Yeah, some of it's like what
1: things that just i don't need to keep space for in my mind anymore it's a really good thing oh so jeffrey you're having warmer temps than we are right now right uh
0: yeah it was like 60s high mid 60s today and then next week we're actually going to go into the 70s
1: enjoy
0: your uh teens
1: yeah, no we didn't have a lot of degrees and uh the car battery a lot of degrees. we didn't have many of them today and so the car <laughs> battery was dead it was a great monday morning it's a good start when you get in there's literally nothing and i look up and one of the dome lights is just very dimly lit above my head uh,
0: i feel like you should tweet subaru and let them know
1: yeah what are they gonna do come to moravia
0: no they need to send you a new (laughs) battery that's rude they
1: didn't make it cold
0: out i was like why is it a new take a look and keep on ticking i'm just saying you know Mm -hmm. i'd like to tweet at companies and let them know when their products don't work correctly That's how you get Uh, three things until
2: you get three things Free, no, free,
0: free. Look at I'm gay. I got a list. What do you want from me? <laughs>
2: I got vampire teeth. I mean, sometimes what sometimes you, you get three free things.
0: <laughs> right. I knew it. Dana, what, you what about out. you? We got. Yeah. What, what, what happened with you this week? Anything good? You know? Did you? Did you have? I can't you know?
2: remember.
0: No.
1: I, I, don't what, I probably. I, just, I literally not remember. I go, go,
2: to, I, go to, I get. A, I wake up. I make coffee. I get in the shower. I go to work. I come home. We have dinner get the kids to bed and then watch a TV show, go to bed. Like I, I don't, I don't have energy to be fancy and <laughs> do things.
0: Speaking of fancy. Is
1: that, just, is that just February? Like, sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. Yeah, I is, think that just, so, yeah. is that just February? Cause I feel like we've officially entered the month where historically pre COVID, I have been known to announce that we're going somewhere south. With no yeah. warning and no planning, like where I just can't take it anymore. And it usually happens like second, third week of February where winter has officially gone on for too long for my liking and where I you can't at? take it. Because I don't, yeah, all the days, just exactly what Dana just described. Yeah, right? I,
0: I, I sent you videos yesterday of Gabe outside in a t-shirt yeah. dancing to Prince. I, I, this kid I, it was just i mean this we did we sat outside jamming out yesterday it was great Who oh. somebody, what what yeah. the hell is that we got, got a, the
2: meows we, we got um,
0: a pussy on the loose yeah
3: it's not oh. my pussy for once
0: mm, somebody's all right <laughs> look at kelly she's like
3: because well i'm trying not to say yes
0: it's
1: mine I'm <laughs> 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 except i
0: think
1: it's the only thing i can say
0: this okay, I could do you know what? This week I, I tried tonight actually, I did it for Valentine's Day. Uh, I tried out uh, there's this Cathy lady on TikTok, I can't remember her, whatever the whole name thing. She does a lot of cooking stuff and she always says, This is all you're gonna need, right? Some Italian, like uh, New Jersey chick. And she had like this ravioli bag in a, in a vodka sauce from scratch, everybody loved it, it was delicious. And then she had a sausage and peppers thing. And she oh, put there, a little Worcestershire sauce in it. It was so good. I'm obsessed with this woman. And then I got all these grannies that I follow now on the, the, the on the TikTok. The TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> a little Happy Valentine's Day to Vera. It. Vera, did you see that, Jeffrey? To Vera. Vera, Happy Valentine's Day. Happy
1: Valentine's Day. Happy, happy Valentine's Day,
3: Valentine's Day he's
1: like, Vera. He's not he's like where oh where? hi Vera. You you?
0: oh no because i i had the thing open because i'm waiting to do the let's check in all right well shall we do it shall we check in
1: we should yeah. check in
0: all yeah. right let's I check get in my, kids i gotta always get my pen
1: and paper though because
0: i have to keep track all right kids let's check in how do you feel today hashtag what's your emoji if you're watching Come on, tag us, hashtag what's your emoji.
1: So I want to do this a little different this week, Jeffrey. Let's go through the numbers, and if you've had that one, let us know. Can we do that?
0: Uh, sure. Why don't you start, because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I was like, let's All keep right. it up. So, I, who's
1: it, so who's had a one?
2: Well, no, I, I probably it. had one one time.
0: Yeah, I've had a couple okay. of ones.
1: Yeah. Uh, how about some twos?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Oh, and th- three,
0: Jeffrey? Lots of threes yeah mm. did
1: mm. any of those threes turn into fours
0: yeah uh uh-huh.
2: i have so, a little four
3: i have a couple fours every week i had several, <laughs> I, had several <laughs> I did i definitely
1: did what so, about five no uh
0: yes mm. really no yeah i don't know if i had a five i feel I, like five is like a constant state for me
1: <laughs> like, like you
0: need value
1: normally or
0: just off your meds? uh no just on a daily basis i'm always like wtf you know what i mean like oh yeah. well yeah yeah is this my real life is this really ha- did my kid seriously just go and pee on the air conditioner unit you know what i mean like yeah every day why yeah with like out the one outside oh yeah 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 oh that's the whole story <sighs> oh lord
1: oh mm-hmm. Well, okay, I was going to say six, but Dana just yeah.
2: launched. So. I am on a solid six. I woke I, up at 2.30 this six. morning, and I can't, the 2.30. It was like, my body was just like, hey, this is fine. We're done now. Oh. was the rest of my sleep. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and I just, I again, I think it's a symptom of February. I feel like six is the norm for me this time of year. There's just... Not getting outside enough, not getting enough fresh air, not enough daylight, all of those things. So uh, I hope nobody had a 7. Did anybody have a 7? No. No. Puken? no. No. Thank no, God no. for that. Okay. Oh, uh, 8. Well, I think we know Jeffrey had some 8s. No, we have.
2: Sure
0: I didn't
2: have Shipping any of those. Shipping and medication-related 8s. Yes.
1: Yeah, Brian, any 8s?
3: No 8s this week.
1: Yeah, no, me either. Pretty calm. Uh, so. Nine.
3: Hmm. Absolutely. That happens every day for me because I watch the news.
1: <laughs> well, I've reached a point where I'm in six so much that I'm starting to feel nine.
3: Yeah, yeah I hear that.
1: You know, I, my brain is melted to the point <laughs> from exhaustion, extreme exhaustion, where I just can't. I'm, I'm proving my point by not being able to put words together right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, tongue-tied. Oh, okay, so that brings us to
0: 10. Oh, yeah, 10 and 5 go hand-in-hand hand for me. Mm-hmm.
1: 10 and 9 go with the news for me. <laughs> yeah,
2: this whole week I don't think I did any 10s, but I definitely jumped straight to 11, like where things were like, this is so crazy. I, I better laugh at it until I mm-hmm. cry. And then I could have a little real cry, and then it, I'll
1: just, this will keep me from dying. <laughs> I, see, I, my solid 10 was the halftime show.
3: What was the last one? Laughing? Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, yeah. So, oh, the kind of apologize sure. to whoever is joining us or may rewatch this that we are all literally in a zombie state this week. So, we're struggling a little bit, and it's real.
3: I
0: don't uh, know it's, that it's for, I mean, not, I'm in a zombie state because I did actually get my medication this afternoon. So I'm a little worried I'm not going to sleep. And I did about 50 minutes today uh, in Italy with, oh. um, uh, you know, Stacy Clark's husband there. Uh, I can't remember his first <laughs> name. He's kind of homely, but whatever.
3: Uh, do you get I'm to pick sure. the people?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. yeah, yeah. But today was all about uh, endurance and building the endurance and burning fat and, doing inclines all through someplace okay. in Italy. I don't know. Like, so whatever. when
1: you're on the, when you're on the treadmill, it, does it do a good job of taking your mind off? What's bothering
0: you? No, no. Oh. This morning I was so <laughs> mad over this thing that happened on Reddit. And I, the whole time I was on there, I was just swearing on the inside of my head all about it. And then, you know, I had to have one of the kids, the eight year old has to come in and sit there and do his work. And the 10 year olds out in the hallway so I can see them because they can't be trusted. Uh, to be out in the kitchen area because they're just having a little bit of a go of it of getting into things and doing things they're not supposed to so they have to kind of stay in eyesight so
1: you have your children sitting on the floor watching you on a treadmill yeah well they're you know the
0: ones writing in his notebook yeah well they're both writing in their notebooks yeah
1: Mm -hmm. watching daddy on a treadmill
0: no no they're working they're doing their schoolwork okay yeah but they have to you know i have to be able to see them and instead of keeping the camera And on because they don't care that i'm watching them on a camera because they can't see me so they just feel like we'll do whatever you're just like their teachers yeah (laughs) you're like the substitute from hell
1: so jeffrey what happened on reddit (laughs) what happened on reddit oh yes let's hear
2: about that little exchange did you get into a narcissistic unload
0: it was so frustrating so there was this group on there that I've been like obsessed with. I thought it was great. And I'm like, oh, these should be some interesting topics for us to talk about on yeah, this I show. I read
2: through some of those. Those are kind of
0: fun. Yeah, where it's about like narcissistic parents. Yeah. So, you know, I've been like active in this group all about it. And this one girl had done a post about how um, she struggled with people like kind of forcing her to forgive the narcissistic parents and how she struggles with that. And I had kind of put a comment on there like, oh, and how she people about them doing their best. And I was like, I do think they did their best or whatever. Um, and I think I'd forgiven them, you know, and said that I had some crazy dreams where like I have dreams of screaming at each other, essentially, you know, that we get into fights and we're screaming, <laughs> but that I wasn't entirely sure of if I had forgiven them. I don't know, you know, like, I don't know what, what do those dreams mean? does it mean that there's forgiveness there or that there's still lingering issues? Who knows? Um, but that, you know, I hope she finds peace within herself and yada, yada, yada. So a moderator comes on and starts attacking me. At least this is the way I felt was like, this post isn't about you. Now, mind you, I didn't, my answer wasn't different from anybody else's on this post. Everybody, that's kind of what everybody does is they go on and they kind of relate to their experiences with whatever of, of how their experiences relates to whatever the original post is uh, and told me to read the room. So I always said, wow, um, <laughs> you're kind of attacking me like I didn't say what what did, you know, I, I said that the person was right and I, I didn't say that I'd even forgiven them or not. So then they just came back and like banned me and said that I said something about children, that children have to do what they're told and um, something else. So I'm like, what the hell just happened? And they're like, you're banned. So I messaged the moderators because I'm like, I'm really confused. Like, I mean, this could really trigger somebody, right? If somebody's there that's really like,
1: talking about trauma and you're triggering all your trauma and and you're
0: just attacking them and then i went and looked at other people's posts or other comments on that thread and saw where people really jumped on other people if they didn't really like what they said and then i kind of went and looked at this moderator's comments and saw Mm -hmm. like this is a pattern of the behavior anything that this somebody said that this moderator doesn't like this moderator would jump and attack people wow Um, so the irony of it though to me
1: is that it literally was a post about a narcissist and it was the moderator who was demonstrating the most narcissistic behavior. Right, so I <laughs> go in and message the issues.
0: moderators just saying like, I'm really confused. Like, you know, I, I, I posted on this, I, I'm getting attacked and being accused of things that I didn't even say. And of course this moderator sees it. Do you think I didn't tell them your horrible and cruel comments or some crap? And I'm like, what did I even say?
1: Like. Come on, because Derrick. I hope that you... she finds peace. No, I think you got up in the middle of the night. You don't remember it. I'm know. like, was I ambient uh, redditing? Like, I think I'm like, about, what? I, yeah, I think maybe that's what happened.
0: No, because did... I, you know, I got, I was obsessed about this. I mean, you I was obsessed. I went and looked at all my comments in that group. I no point did I talk about children. You're a monster. No point did I talk about. Have you children. talked about children? You monster. So,
1: i i don't i don't use Reddit. and if somebody so said well maybe
0: know. they he, the dude went and watched the show i'm like well the yeah. show has nothing to do with what goes on on reddit and i'm like and do I, when have i said anything about children need to do exactly what they're like i mean the way he's described it was it was i insane. mean that
1: would be flattering to think that someone recognized your handle on reddit and actually took it upon right and the thing oh oh, that yeah that, that was the great. other thing
0: too he's like oh considering your username because i was commenting under uncensored radio so that was the other thing is that he was attacking the fact that I, i'm like so you, really what what was this about dude the fact that it, the at the, the, the handle that i use is uncensored radio because now yeah. we have a we have a little community on uh, uh reddit so if you want to come join us We'll hopefully um, have some good chats, and we'll start our own narcissistic parent group, and then we'll talk all about Sea Turtle uh, six two seven or whatever his name was. Sea <laughs> Turtle. Oh, yeah. It was, it it was, was
1: a was like
2: weird. Turtles thing. can fly or something.
1: Yes. Sea turtle yes, can, can fly, fly.
0: but yeah. you can go to like the person's profile, and you can see every comment they've done. And like I was like just horrified at like the behavior and the things that he was saying to people that didn't Sounds make like sense, that wasn't true. Well, you know, he's like, Oh, the DSV says, and I'm like, Whoa, that's not actually what it says.
2: What's a DSV?
0: And, and he just banned people the diagnosis. Right. Like, it's this difficult. is somebody on a power trip, Manual. and I'm like, DSM. This could really harm somebody if they're, you know, on the verge, you know? Well, or, the internet,
2: though. I think everybody has this like default switch in their head where they're like, Oh, I read it on the internet, so. um, Well,
0: no, it's the book that the psychiatrists use to make diagnosis and what those mean, but this guy, I mean, he just throwing around crap. Like it wasn't even accurate information. Um, and people were trying to correct him and he would ban them. Like one of the ladies was saying like, she, you know, had a PhD or whatever, and he banned her.
1: Okay. But then let's turn this around. You're in good company. Like, so the rational minds are the ones that get kicked out of this. What do you even call it? A Reddit room? I don't even know. I don't know. know. Reddit, Reddit is
2: just like, you're literally just like, you know when you read a news article and you get the string of nonsense at the bottom? This is like without the news article, it's just, it's just a string of nonsense at yeah. the bottom. Like you can find some useful information in there if somebody's like sharing stuff on a specific topic that you're interested in. <clears throat> but a lot of time it's like you just have people from all over the internet that are looking for that one little niche of people that share the same, I don't know, perspective that they do. And then yeah. they all lump themselves together in this little like corner of the internet. Well, there's where different things. They groups can just like, echo each
0: other. and a movie
3: group. Well, they could be robots too. They
0: had like yeah. Nickelodeon, group, Power Ranger, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I went cross posted things like from our old thing. Because we have a bunch of, for people that are just tuning in that don't really know, you know, the show, we, we had an audio only show years ago. We had a thousand hours. We've been dumping a bunch, we've been pulling the archives up so on our youtube you go to uncensoredradio.live and subscribe we've been pulling up old um interviews and shows where karen ashley from the power rangers was a regular and she talked about the failed power ranger reunion that they tried to do a few years back and actually we really got into how tmz handled david yost was the original blue ranger and he was gay and when it came out and how he was bullied on set and what tmz did to try to get all the dirt they could on him and how they really treated him like crap. That doesn't surprise me at TMZ. No, it was I like disgusting. Blue
2: Ranger the best.
0: It was disgusting what he went through. Uh, and, you know, we have interviews with the whole you know, everybody in that cast that we've done interviews with, so all that stuff will be popping up. But, yeah, sorry. Derailed. So. Yes. Hey,
2: there oh. we are i should subscribe to our
0: uncensored radio on youtube there it
2: is yes please do i just did that thank you
0: i just did that
2: (laughs) i just
1: you know hi so i I had a question um i don't know what got me thinking about this but um for some reason i was thinking about people that maybe when you were younger or whatever in life where you you looked up to someone as a mentor or, or a friend or somebody that you had a whole hell of a lot of respect for and then found out they weren't who you thought they were. Yeah. Think of time, like for me, the, the most glaring example, I think it was elected officials when I was a kid, looked up to them, totally different, totally different. I mean, we're talking about 40 years ago looking up to leaders in our country as somebody that you you would you know respect and want to be like and all of that <clears throat> only to you know grow up and find, find
0: out their bag. Yeah
1: exactly. Or even our just <laughs> our own history. So I don't even know what why I was thinking about that, but it certainly seemed like something that would uh, affect how we uh, I don't know but I mean what triggered the idea.
0: I don't remember what, somehow we got into it yesterday. I, I think it's a really interesting thing. I think for for me personally, I think the biggest um, hit for me with that would have been, you know, my mom, you know, and it was oh, stuff, I didn't really realize. That everybody's first so one 30. where you're like, you're like nine <laughs> years
2: old and you're like, wait a minute.
0: No, you're not, you not a superhero. I think that what
2: my parents said was wrong
0: it wasn't even that young it really was till like 30 you know where I realized like oh there's more mental health issues here going on there are things in like my grandmother was somebody that I was very close with she was another person that was kind of like on a pedestal to me you know um in the last year of her life before the murder suicide I, I cut her out I cut her off and didn't communicate with her and had nothing to do with her because it was like, dude, I can't be a part of this anymore. Um, and people are really weird about that. You know, when you cut people off and shut it down, they don't they don't know how to do with that. But I'm like, d- the disappointment of realizing who people are versus who you made them out to be in your head or who they presented themselves to be your whole life. Yo. It's brutal. Well,
1: and how does it affect you? Is it the sort of thing where you come to question your own beliefs and values or do you, I mean, do you try to model yourself after them? Some people would, right? If, it, depending on how far the connection has gone with that person, right? I mean, some people hold people up in, in such an idyllic way that they want to emulate them. And then follow yeah. that bad behavior, you know. And I, that is not something I have personally experienced, but I know, you know, that that crosses over into peer pressure, right? Or right. just modeling the behavior of other people that you you respect or that you think um, is valuable, you know.
0: Well, Brian, what about like for us, the the gay community? There were some people that had positions of power in in the place that we kind of went out to. That oh yeah um i think we kind of idolized and in the end we found out they weren't really who we thought they were yeah you know like they weren't really the great people that they presented themselves to be and you i think particularly got totally screwed over (laughs) i didn't swear yay
1: no you didn't good job
0: Yeah, I don't don't know know. if that's something you want to talk about, but not really. But I. uh, (laughs) You don't have to mention any names. I'm just saying.
3: No, I just uh, I like to take things as like a learning lesson. I don't like to take it as like it was a good or a bad thing. Right. Like obviously, at the time, it seems like a bad thing. Um. I don't want to talk about it particularly because one of the people isn't even alive anymore, so... Um, I don't know. If that's, like, appropriate. But anyways, and, and it's, like, you know, before they passed, we were able to talk about it, so I don't really have any, like, well, ill good. will for it. But well,
1: actually, yeah, but I'm
3: no, sure. you're absolutely right. Like, you, a lot, I think that happens a lot in public. Like, even we present ourselves... It's hard to present yourself as your authentic self because you have to be vulnerable to do that.
1: But that's a really good and, point that you bring up, Ryan. So are we willing to confront that person if it's somebody that you personally know? I, that would be different from say a public figure, but if it's somebody that you interact with regularly, are you comfortable in standing in your own truth and saying, you know what, I'm really not okay with how, you know, how your behavior or how you're interacting with other people and that's not who I thought you were. I mean, where do we find hmm. a lever of comfort in saying that? Do we need to say it? Is it even relevant?
3: You know. Well, I think it depends on the person too, because some people it's probably easier to say that to than others.
0: <laughs> you know. Well, what role did they play in your life? You know, and like, has the Who? time passed and you've moved on? Just the people. Depending on the
1: person, yeah. Depending you on know the what I mean? person. Like gonna for me, the like with the
0: the family wise, it was easy to kind of get in their face and say like, "This is it. This is what I've had and I've done." where the the people in the gay community uh you know was the first place that i ever felt safe and it actually wasn't until we started doing this show um that one day i was thinking about it brian and i were talking and then it kind of hit me and i think i called you and i was like oh my god the stuff that went on there i'm like really was problematic and if it happened today it, it there would be a major issue You know the things that went on with us like the age that we were and the uh, the adults that were around us none of it was okay you know what i mean but i'd never even really put it into perspective i didn't think anything about it
1: well
3: i also think too like there needs to be like accountability too because like for me personally i it's not like i didn't know what i was doing or well right i I wasn't drugged or like anything like that like so, I think we could, but there, but there is a, po- <clears throat> but when there's a power imbalance, like which there was, there is, that is definitely an issue. If you're, especially if you're using your power to get what you want,
1: but when you're at that age, though, you want to be accepted, so you're pretty much willing to do anything. And I'm not sure that oh, you, yeah. you would change it if you wanted to. Just that's the nature of coming of age. That's why they call it coming of age, you know, where you are exposed to things and how you're going to react to different situations is, you know,
3: Well, I think that's, that's one of the ironies of things like people that have gay kids who try to push the kids away or like disown them or whatever.
1: They're just because they think be, those experiences,
3: well, they think they push them away cause they think they're going to live this crazy lifestyle or whatever. But what they're actually doing is making them live that crazy lifestyle. Because they're isolating them and pushing them away instead of embracing them and and loving them and including them. Did you feel like that? What that I was pushed away? Mm-hmm. Oh, when I was younger, God, yeah. And I don't think like I, was, a... I don't I don't think I was pushed away. I just don't think I fit in, and I don't think that people didn't try. Like I don't know that people were mean about it necessarily right. in my life, right. but they didn't know like. I think they just kept trying the same thing. They
1: didn't even know how though, to like, support you?
3: Oh yeah. And I, I think they would say like things that they didn't think were hurtful, but they were hurtful, you know what I mean? Like, like, I remember one time I wore these, I had these platform shoes and I was gonna wear them to my brother's baseball game. My brothers were like six yeah. and eight years old. And uh, my mom was like, and I had this this like studded belt on and and my mom was like, oh, my God, you're going to wear that to the baseball game? She's, like, having a fit. And she kept calling her my Elton John shoes. Oh. And, I, for, and for me, I, I didn't even think anything of it. But, like, I mean, she right. was right. Everybody in Auburn is going to be like, oh, my God, why is he wearing that belt? Why is it, like, right. why the fuck does it matter? Like, ding, ding. But, like, uh, I, I don't, like, I don't live like that. I don't. I don't personally care. Like, I'll go wear pink hair. I don't give a shit. But like, I've had to learn that the other people around me do care, and so sometimes, like, you it's know. a hard lesson. Yeah, and I think it, we both learned like, the hard I, way. When I was younger, I took it as like they didn't want, like, like they were trying to exclude me or something. Whereas like they just didn't know how to handle that criticism, that type of like. Whereas I, it didn't bother me as much as it bothered them. My mom used to do that. Because I, I, I don't care like what hillbillies
2: from Auburn think of me.
0: Right. Like. Yeah, they can't. What'd your mom do? Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, you remember like when I was a teenager, I had the giant Jenko pants and I they sure had like did. the studded everything and chains everywhere and things and whatnot. And I don't know. My mom used to. She's like, you're so embarrassing. I don't want to break you anywhere. And I'm like, eh, that's fine. I'll just walk.
3: <laughs> That's funny. Was, you just to right. to go with the flow person
2: data yeah <laughs> i don't know I, I, it entertained me hmm. i still well, have they, my jenkos
3: i think all do I you think really like the, it I all comes think. from anxiety too like the person oh, has yeah. anxiety yeah and they don't want to talk about it so it comes out in like that like criticism type oh yeah
0: because
3: yeah. they're anxious do about what everybody think. thinks
0: Right, right, right? Yeah. Like, Joyce kind of was the same way. Like, exactly. she, when we got engaged, and, like, the whole thing came up about, like, an engagement photo in the paper, and she was, like, absolutely not. What? Because, oh, okay. oh no, 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 that would be a problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, people would have an issue with that, you know? Can't do that. Do
1: so You think that's more about protecting their somebody's view a parent's view that they have to protect you from the oh, yeah. world well, or, that's is what was, about, or is it think, about
2: themselves i well, think they're I was, about protecting what their friends think of them oh look at their kid doing this yeah I
0: did, I, well that's I think I, it was probably a little bit of both
3: it is well i've actually talked to my mom about it my mom did say that like it my mom's not like that at all anymore and is very mm-hmm. supportive but um she she told me it was more of like what i was saying earlier not wanting me to like have to live this terrible lifestyle right but like what i was saying earlier in trying to exclude the person or push them away or shun them or shame them or don't talk about it or whatever you want to call it you end up pushing them into that lifestyle not intentionally it just is what happens i think it's like something that people should be cognizant that are going to have kids like that's all But my mom, my mom, I I know for a fact it's a little bit of both because she's actually,
0: we've actually had a conversation about it
3: because I I don't ever shut up about anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think, I, I do think there's a part of my mother that was worried, but it, at the same time, it doesn't really make sense to me because I never cared what anybody thought. And she should have known yeah. that by then. You know, well, like I mom, was the one that when I came out, I decided mom, wearing the glitter and the, the lip gloss and the but three inch yield. Your, and mom, shield your boots.
3: mom's like in that old Italian community,
0: she cares what everybody's like, everybody's right. like, yeah. oh yeah. What's like, doing? That was the What's biggest thing, thing to her. The neighbors yeah. could hear, the neighbors can hear. And oh, I yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, I was like, F the neighbors, I don't care. You know, like I and I think that's true why I became the person of like I tell everybody everything. I don't have a filter and I, I overshare oh, because I'm my mother was the person. Right. Because it was, well, you know, always it everyth- was a secret, everything. Yeah. You don't tell anybody anything. Well- you keep that's Everything. like a cat that's like an i don't want to pigeonhole
3: the, people but.
2: see i always got to be like anything that uh, criticisms always made me really uncomfortable so how do i deal with criticism is like i turn it into something comfortable and who's not comfortable with laughing so right it's like anytime i'm uncomfortable about something i make a joke about it because it's exactly. like hey if i can make a joke about it it takes its power away from it, it doesn't
0: exactly bother but you know right. what there's power in that and there's truth in that right like for me like being the kid that when I was in middle school and had the long hair down to my shoulders and I sounded like a girl and they'd be like are you gay and I didn't even really know what it was like I would just (laughs) crack a joke and they'd be like oh you're cool you know or I'd be like oh I don't don't like fags you know what I mean and it throws the straight guys the rednecks off and they'd start laughing and be like you're the coolest gay guy ever met he said he didn't like fags (laughs) yeah but it always the humor deflected from or you know even with weight you know if I cracked the fat joke first You had nothing left you know Mm -hmm. you you, i took the power from you and that's i feel like with the words like like if i if i say fag first you have no power anymore i have a a question
1: about that so self deprecating humor can be a really powerful (laughs) tool right to regain control but we also know that the more you the more you feed that negative self-talk and that inner dialogue that goes on in your head, you start to then believe all of those things. And then it gets, it gets buried so deep into your subconscious, you're not even aware that you're literally reshaping your own view of yourself. You're, it started out as a tool to make you more relatable to the outside world. But what it ultimately winds up doing is becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy because you believe it all.
0: And this is how we ended up this way. On right. a total side note, did you guys
3: know that some people don't have an inner monologue?
2: What? Yeah, I heard about that. What yeah, is that? what
3: the f- how are those like people who voices? just mess?
1: is that like people who can just meditate without trying?
3: No, Any like, no, the they, don't have, no, they, like they don't have there's talk.
1: they don't have there's no inner
3: like nothing happen like it's just quiet. Like nothing happened. Are happens.
0: they psychopaths? Like what I mean. I guess is like yeah, thing? there's like
3: yeah, it's not normal.
1: That's not I, a I don't side know. note. That's like the that is it. How does that happen?
0: I don't know. I want I'd like that. to live in their head for like <laughs> a few some days.
3: It. I think I, it's kind of well. They don't. They can't really probably experience like extreme joy and stuff either. Like they're just kind of like.
0: Well, is that like that one doctor that we uh we watched the TED talk? is that kind of like the realm of what she had? I don't know. Oh, I, are talk- oh, are you talking? Wait,
1: are you talking about the teacher? Um, I thought
0: she was a doctor. Which one? The one who opened
1: the school in Toronto. Mm, I don't remember now.
0: She like couldn't process For things. Learning- they all said she was like couldn't do anything. She couldn't right. function. And oh, she, she, overcame, she overcame but she overcame was- everything from Joe Bolt. Are you talking about Joe Bolt Taylor?
1: No, this is a um this is a woman who basically she was referenced in a book about neuroplasticity, about how the, the brain that changes itself and she self-diagnosed her own issues and then created a learning program to overcome her own deficits. So she had an incredible memory and What's used the her ability says? to memorize things. That was not my cat. Um, that was mine. Yeah. That was not
3: mine. It's
1: called the, the brain that changes itself. Um I'll put it in the comments afterwards, but it's a fascinating book about neuroplasticity and how the old belief system that, you know, brains don't change, you know, once they're mapped for the same, it's the exact opposite is true and that you can strengthen areas of deficit. And that's essentially what this woman did. And um, in graduate school, she came up with a program to heal and improve her own brain. And then she actually opened a school for learning disabled children and, had a way of diagnosing or helping them figure out what their areas of weakness were and then coming up with a specific training for them, training program for them to overcome them. So it was fascinating. fascinating. Yeah, Absolutely Kelly's taking,
0: yeah, Kelly's taking me down some uh, TED Talk rabbit holes. And then what with the uh, Brene Brown yes. with the vulnerability? And that was kind of, I think, when I really started to want to do the show and just say, you know, what the hell is it? I'm going to let it all hang out because on the other show, we don't really get into our emotions and what's happened in life. And I think it's important to talk about because it's so taboo to have issues and to be on medication or to have mental health problems that it, it's still... um you know, frowned upon
1: or to give any other response to how was your day? Fine. Yeah. Actually say
0: (laughs) like, I'm not okay. It was ever just
2: fine. And that's, that's the worst part of having like parents that constantly like don't, they, they have parents that have a hard time communicating about feelings and they're just always like, we were talking, you were talking earlier about like narcissistic parents or like super critical parents. Like, they, they teach you that your feelings are minimized and like they don't matter and you should always be worrying about like what other people are thinking of you and like what other people are mm-hmm. like, like always pay attention to how, how mom feels because if i'm not she's gonna be pissed and i can avoid that if i'm paying attention to how mom feels not me doesn't matter how i feel i gotta pay attention to how mom feels and like yeah so like you you, you learn that and then like you get to be an adult and next thing you know it's like you're in your 30s, and you're like, I don't know what this feeling is. Is it mine? I have a feeling. I think it's <laughs> angry. It's like you've never yeah. had a chance to like actually like. No one's talked to you about how you feel. Like, well, I'm sad sometimes, and then sometimes I'm happy. Like, those are those. That's the spectrum. Like, I don't well, know.
0: There, I think Jenny Patlin talked about it after we interviewed her. I don't remember if it was a part of the interview or something after. And then it was at one of the posts on that group of after like living the life with those parents um and then they kind of went through other things these you know people don't know who they are and that was something like after my divorce I in therapy kept saying like I don't know who I am like people would look at me and be like oh you've got your ex you're so confident like da 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 you know and I'm like I have not though like that it's just all bullshit like None of that was real. Like that's just the face I put on. You know what I mean? Like on the inside, I'm a scared little kid, and I just want somebody to tell me it's gonna be okay. I think everybody is. In yeah, some level. you know. But nobody admits. Nobody says that. Yeah. Nobody
3: ever. You know what I mean? Like, well, because we all we all have this magical notion like that. Like you're gonna all of a sudden you turn 18 and you're just like a an adult and like you like it's like a like a you know switch flips or something and. You go from not being a kid. My grandma said to me one time, uh, she was like in her seventies at the time. She said she gets up in the morning and and she'll wake up and she feels just like an eighteen year old. You know, as soon as she opens her eyes, she feels just like she did when she was eighteen until she tries to move, and then she goes and looks in the mirror and goes, "Oh God, what the hell happened?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs>
3: But she said you never not feel like that bird, per- that same person who's like curious about life and what's going to happen next. And like, you know, those just being scared sometimes and wanting someone to hold your hand, basically.
0: Yeah, You know, I don't think it, like most people talk about that. Right. The thing where you're always looking for the other adult, like where's the, the more adult person in the room? Sometimes I have that with the
3: baby, like the, like Joe leaves and I'm like, shit, that's me. I, I'm on board. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ding your last 2 uh... <laughs> Sorry. No. <you're> <laughs> ding, 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 ding,
1: ding. Oh, and earlier when Jeffrey mentioned he had Drex, it's not an illness, it's a sub shop that's in New York oh, State and other yeah. areas of the country. You would want to oh, explain yeah, that. It's not, yeah, yeah. That you, that was... you weren't suffering from Drex. It wasn't like- you <laughs> No. You didn't, you didn't have <laughs> no. an appointment for it or anything. People are- no. You, you yes. could. <laughs>
0: No, I had three sub shops and I was, we were literally about to close on a fourth, uh, a week before like our divorce started. Um, and Gabe was six months old. Like it was, it Don't was th- there was a lot. Okay. Yeah, and the murder suicide happened eight months prior to this. So there was a lot that had happened. The two older foster kids had left that we'd had for three years. And the one had a baby while she was with us. She came pregnant. Um, and I was holding her leg up when the baby came out. So there was a lot of things that happened. And then when the marriage ended, there was no way for me to keep everything going Uh. by myself. I could not hold the plates up anymore. Like the, the chaos, I mean, that I lived in on a daily basis was insane. I think everybody around me saw it and I, I, but I liked it. Like I really did enjoy it because it was constant nonstop motion, um, And then i just kind of cracked and i didn't know how to ask for help and say i'm not okay you know it was i was too ashamed of it i was embarrassed and then i was embarrassed that i was being left and i was the fat dude um you know and and the things that were being posted on on facebook and then you know i got left completely and it was just humiliating oh well the but fear I of think...
2: abandonment even by itself can be well yeah that was
0: that was, i mean that played a part in it i mean it wasn't even the biggest part it was more of just the whole life itself collapsing but yeah i mean the the and then i tried to kill a few people yeah brian oh, was the yeah, biggest defender <laughs> remember that yeah he was ready to go beat some ass yeah. um but yeah That's the abandonment friends. thing was real sorry i was you bad. know that was um that was a very tough and it really brought up all this abandonment issues that i didn't realize i had you
1: didn't know what it was but you knew what the feeling was
0: yeah 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 and that's crazy to me that like in my 30s like dana you said like i didn't even know that that was the emotion you know even when i i i thought too like anxiety i didn't realize how much anxiety i was carrying around oh yeah You're until just like, i got on medication don't...
2: You don't notice it and like when you're in your like 20s and whatnot like i i i, I think back to it and it's like
1: a like trigger
2: when um when i was like a kid and it's like you'd be like remember you like get all stressed out because like you didn't drive much and like you would drive to syracuse and like there'd be all this traffic and you'd be like tight and all tense and like you'd feel that knot in your throat by the time you got there and you're like oh Man, I don't like driving. Like, you don't know that's anxiety. Like, just, you well, no I would idea. always get,
0: like, my chest would get tight. And I thought yeah. it was excitement. I'm like, oh, people are coming mm-hmm. over. We're having a party. I'm like, I guess it's excitement. God, I get excited a lot, you know? Yeah. And then I finally, mm-hmm. like, I started taking the meds after the murder-suicide. And I woke up one day, and I felt nothing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I could have ended this years ago.
1: Not how did life, i the bad feelings
0: yeah the the, the yes, anxiety and the stress like how did i not realize what was going on in my own body and I'll
1: like, t- i, I think here's why jeffrey it's because when we don't talk about the physiological response to emotions in everyday language we use words without describing them every every five-year-old knows the word happy sad mad right. glad but we really we rarely take the time to go beyond spelling those words and saying them to actually describing the physiological reaction that goes with each one of those. So, you know, it usually takes an event or a trigger or stumbling across people in your life that you can have that conversation with. You know, I, I know for me, parenthood was a huge trigger for getting in touch with who I am, what my fears were, what anxiety really was like, um, and then, and it's 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 an ironic time for that to happen because parenthood you're you're walking into a closet, a nightmare of fears, right? I mean, yes, we all know what the the upside of parenting is, but it's also mostly fear and anxiety that I'm going to screw this up terribly. Yeah, and. Why would anybody look to me and give me this much responsibility? It's a, it, And you don't want to be viewed by the outside world as a failure, right? right? I remember I had the worst time with Mother's Day for several years. Mother's Day was one of mm. the worst days of the year for me because I felt wholly insufficient as a mom. Mm. I felt like, I mean, growing up. I was an only child. I didn't want kids per se. It's not that I didn't want them. I was afraid of how that afraid of whether or not I could relate to a child or, um, make a connection or be a good parent. It was, it was just this, I have anxiety just thinking about that. You Mm -hmm. know, and it, it took a long time for me to accept that I didn't need to parent or mother in the way that anyone else ever has that I could do it my way, right? And trust my instincts and um embrace that, you know. But that doesn't happen overnight. And in the meantime, they keep getting older, and so do we, okay. you know. Yeah. And
3: we, we all found that out last night at the halftime show. We yeah. all keep getting older. <laughs>
1: That's me too. Uh, I wouldn't look like that if that was me. Oh no, I'd look a lot worse. No. Yeah. But <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate that we always get into the heart of this conversation by the end of the show. You know, it's like we all finally wake up from there, the exhaustion of our week and really get in touch with, with who we are. But um, <laughs> yeah, a parenthood is, uh, we come back to that a lot in this show, don't we?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think we're all in the thick of it, right? I mean, Kelly, <laughs> ha- you have amazing kids. You are, are, are totally blessed. Yeah. Dana, I don't, your kids are all right, I guess. Um He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't
1: don't seem to know. No, my kids are also Yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't I don't know. I haven't seen your kids in a long time, so I don't know. Wait, yeah. how old are
2: your kids, Dana? Me, they're eight and ten.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Oh,
3: wait, so ages. there's isn't well, that
0: there Kelly's age? pretty
1: close? Well, close. Branson is a year younger than Ridley. So
0: Yep. Oh okay. And then so. Tyler and Aiden are eight and ten. Yeah.
1: So they're all Oh wow. Yeah. And then, brian, the like,
0: and then poor brian like i got six months the baby's crying in the background i'm like how's little damien <laughs> it's
1: my nickname
0: <laughs> for him i'm like he's
3: singing again
0: like i'm gonna get him the t-shirt that says uncle jeff loves his damien <laughs> his Damien. That's i'm gonna call him the rest of his life <laughs> little children. Uh, he might I like do. that
3: actually
1: i know so hey we talked about uh an idea going forward about maybe Picking a book that we're all going to read together and yes. sharing it with our listeners, and maybe we'll knock out a chapter or two a week. We haven't had a chance to settle on one yet, but once we do, what do you think we'll post it? Give yeah, we'll post a it on the show page.
0: We'll post it on Twitter and uh, tw- Twitter Twatter. and um... <laughs> a lot of things and, and the Instagrams, and we'll post it on the Reddit page. I think we need a Not, gong for when it's like really bad. Can
1: like, no. okay. <laughs> you get <need> a <laughs> gong, Kelly?
0: <laughs> oh, that would be
2: amazing. Oh, oh you don't, don't you have like a big like crystal do, singing and actually, bowl or something? I
1: have, Branson was using the singing bowl for like an hour when we, when he got home from school. Oh so he soothing. loves it. He just keeps going. The problem is
3: What's a singing bowl?
2: Oh singing
1: to I'll bring it no. to the next show.
2: It's like a big yeah. like it's like a big crystal like bowl, but it's like perfectly sized and shaped, like with the walls and everything. And you hit it, and it like resonates, and so it just oh, makes a really cool. nice tone.
1: Yeah, you can either tap the side and it's or there's a suede covered um,
2: mallet. Yeah, like a mallet. That, yeah, that,
1: that you would run, run around the outside, like you would your finger in a wine glass. Oh,
2: and okay, then okay. He, yeah, he starts
1: yeah. making that sound. You do the same thing. Oh, that's I cool.
0: am signing you up for Katie Underwood sound meditation that's class so awesome. that Kelly that's and wonderful. I do. She does them a couple times a week. They're all, you right on Facebook, and then she, her website. You can get all the back ones, oh, um, and you can listen at your leisure. But she does them live. They're on Facebook. these It's are? hard to,
3: catch yeah, to get. Yeah, and she does all these amazing. Yeah, she's mantras. in Australia.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, she does
3: she the does show mantras, with us on the other show. And...
0: She was.
2: Uh, you just have to she hold, hold the pop ball upside down
0: in Australia.
1: Yes.
0: The, before American yes. Idol, they had pop stars, and she was in a girl group called Bardot. Um, oh. Yeah, so she does our show on Thursdays and then on Tuesdays. And but now she does yoga and sound meditation and it's an amazing thing. And I don't Which have my a CD kids right love me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She,
1: she has several CDs on um, the kids. Sound have, healing. Every yeah. night they ask for the evening one. I forget what it's called, but it's like a you know, relaxing yeah. nighttime meditation. It's maybe
0: fantastic. the baby needs it yeah we so just check out katie underwood on facebook <laughs> i need to find it it's in australia it's only 20 dollars for the month and you get access to i mean there's t- 50 hours at least of content oh. yeah yeah it's great and then she also has stuff you can go check out itunes um she just has i have the, all of her the, itunes albums yeah oh, there's no, some sound awesome. healing on there yeah they're really great yeah, yeah. i should usually i have the nice. cd because i plug it every thursday and everybody laughs at me and she gets so annoyed when i do it when she's on she's like will you stop it i'm like oh you're stressed out you need katie underwood's mantra dreaming
1: and we're gonna yes, yes that's what yeah fantastic dreaming so those are things those are coping mechanisms we should you
0: know yeah and you know my other favorite thing that i have here which, by the way, kids, if you'd like to get a Young Living diffuser, just let me know and I'll send you my link. You can go right on my Facebook page and you can go buy some Young Living and, you know, help me support paying for my, uh, what, what I got to put my kid in? Boarding school. That's Boarding it.
1: school,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boarding school. It's not cheap. You're
1: going to have to sell a lot of oils or some
0: Norwex seriously. Cloths. Or I got Norwax if you like good cleaning yeah, cloths. Likes- I got that too. So let me know, kids. I'm probably just going to get <laughs> yeah, fired from oh, both of them.
1: Dana's Uh-oh. face is awesome.
2: Whenever there's multi level marketing involved, I get a like a sour stomach feeling.
0: <laughs> okay, first off, you know what? If you did a window cloth from Norex that you just have to use water to clean a window, it would change your world. Okay, it's the most amazing thing. I sent you some, Kelly. What did you think? Wasn't that amazing?
1: It's great, thank you. A- but then you also sent me mattress cleaner, remember? And well, because we you were, we were saying something lie.
0: about the mattress. I got
1: this like such a weird gift.
2: Two gallon jug of like alcohol and water, and I put a little vinegar in that, and it's magic. Anything glass <laughs> is clean, and it cost me like seven dollars.
0: Or you could just wow. take a rag, and you could make it streak-free shine, and you don't have to mix anything.
2: That is, it's a, I can clean other things, too.
0: I know what I'm going to get you for your birthday. <laughs> I can clean my cooktop with it, and I can clean my
2: TVs You can do this with, with the
0: Norwex cloth, too. Listen, all I do is use that cloth, okay? I mean, they got crazy products on there that are stupid expensive. Sorry, Norwex. I'm just being honest, okay? Listen, Zane, I'm a realist, okay? This is like Young Living. I love their stuff, but some of the crap is insane. I, no. So but here's
2: what like, I love. You like these little rubby, rubby dubs. I get it. It's all right. You can like your rubby dubs.
0: I like I'll try way. it.
2: I'll try new things. I'm, like not, I'm not dissing it. I'm Why just Why are you saying, looking at like that? I have an easy solution. Okay,
0: <laughs> you have an easy solution?
2: Yeah, it is literally a solution. It's three different chemicals in a solution. You see, I don't it's like to use
0: chemicals. Oh, no chemicals for me.
1: Vinegar is not a chemical. It's, it, yeah. Well, so he's I mean, chemicals. alcohol, el- isopropyl alcohol, vinegar, I mean, it water. is, but it's not. I mean, he's, that's what he's saying. He's using The only catrol. chemicals
0: I use is the hair drops from Keeps that I put to try to grow my hair back. That's I it. don't. See, look
2: at that. <laughs> 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 if I lean too far forward, I'll look
1: like a skunk because my gray hair is coming in, so.
2: Oh, oh my God! So uh, when women get a stripe, all I think of is like X Men, and I'm like, "Yeah, get it, girl. You got it. You have a superpower soon."
1: I soon. Yeah, I, yeah I I mean, do. I, all right, cool. Soon. Yeah. So here's what I love, Jeffrey. We're coming to the end of the hour, and your internet is perfect now. Yeah, of course. Is. Your face is glowing. Your voice yep. is not breaking up staccato. You're not frozen. Like It's like we should start again. Here, hi, Must be Gotta
0: like... love Missouri. Missouri? <sighs> I can't wait to be back in New York in April.
2: Is that what you're doing?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll be there for Easter. Cool.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, and then we're doing a baby shower. By the way, you're all invited, and I expect good gifts from my foster daughter, okay?
2: Which one? Which one's having a daughter now?
1: The Caitlin. one that he, he
0: hasn't held her leg up yet. Yeah, no. Mm, wait, Caitlin's um... pregnant? no who's that oh yeah surprise (laughs) she
1: She was the crazy one radio
0: yeah well she already told it on facebook she came on the actual other show she uh she did a round table with us on a tuesday i think
1: she
0: might be a good mom yeah she's gonna be a great mom she's that she's one of those kids that she she's one of those like when the murder suicide happened she actually was um in the psych ward I put her in there, and uh, she—that was kind of the end. She left, and that was tough, man. And she's come such a far way. I'm so proud of that kid. She's yeah. really turned her life around. Um, you skipped so excited a lot of for
1: important her. details in the telling of that
3: chapter. Yeah, we well, should do—we I mean, should do a show all together too, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, here, I'd love to have her on this one. Yeah, because she she's totally down to talk about it. She's, you know, she's proud of how far she's come. So oh, it's yeah. exciting. So, yeah, so we're going to throw her a little baby shower, kids. Hey, can't wait. We'll be so there. April, yeah. We'll do it. Let like, me know what Yeah,
1: And Jeffrey will make sauce, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, actually, I think I'm going to make the ravioli <laughs> yeah, pasta is. bag from Cantigan. I'm going to say, this is all you're going to need. <laughs> <laughs> Making that sauce. We're going to do vodka sauce. Oh, oh, all and, right. the and then we'll do shots of Vodka while nobody's looking. Baby
1: shower. That's a great baby shower. What
2: I've <laughs> never even been to a baby shower, but I would I always thought there was lots of alcohol except for one lady. Yeah, she's the DD. I mean, sometimes not always that not how
1: this works. No, we're getting a little off topic here. So, yeah.
2: anyway, uh, yeah,
0: oh, I right. bent over. What? <laughs> uh, we're all punch drunk. We gotta okay. start over now, I swear.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: All right, kids. Well, it's been fun. Episode six. Here we are. We did hey. it. We made it through. We all feel good, good, night. good. We'll see
1: hey,
3: you. Next week. <laughs> Ready for sleep. Good
0: I'll see you guys Thursday. Come check us out. And then the, the February 24th, we have Dakota, the good big TikTok person. She's gonna be on doing makeup oh, with hey, Ken, yeah. uh oh. Luke. It's gonna be a trip. So, make sure you check that out. We'll see you on Thursday. Or, no, there's a show tomorrow. I don't know what's coming, but there's a show tomorrow. Oh, and the Karen Ashley damn reunion. That's there on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Make sure you check that out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Hot Mess Express. Choo choo. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.
0: I got to hit another button. Lucky Land Casino
3: asking
1: people what's the weirdest
3: place you've gotten lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.